everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm just going to give you a forewarning if you can't hear it in my voice already. I am a little bit under the weather still. Um, You know, I was sitting here thinking about, should I do the podcast this week? I sound like hell. (laughs) And I was like, guys, this is like therapy for myself. And I know for a lot of you, this is just like your chance to do personal growth and just to be present with where your feet are at and just have a moment for yourself. And I couldn't imagine a week not being able to, to produce this podcast. And I can promise you that even though My voice is very unattractive to listen to right now. The message that I have to share is going to be well worth it for however many minutes we spend together. So just give me some grace as I navigate the next however many minutes we spend together uh, just with my voice. With that being said, let's go ahead and jump right into the taco of the week. With me being under the weather all last week, I was super excited to try out some new recipes, Uh, not necessarily of tacos, but of taco soups. Y'all, the one that I came up with this week is freaking delicious. It has been approved by a couple of people already, and they're like, this is being swapped out with the normal chili that I do for the winter time. So I promise you, you want to go and check out the show notes before you leave the episode today to snatch that recipe. All right, here we go. Sorry for the clap. That probably was loud on your end. Uh, We're doing this thing. We're going to talk about my week last week because it was a lot of fun. (laughs) So Monday evening, I literally get like the chills, the sweats. Like I am like, oh my God, I can't stand for more than a few seconds. Like my back started to hurt so bad. Just total body aches, all of the things and going into the next morning, I was sick. I was for certain that I had COVID because there's been so many people that have had freaking COVID around me. I didn't. I tested negative for that twice, thankfully. Uh, And I just had either a really severe cold or flu or something like that. So I spent all of last week in bed. There was a day where I actually felt well enough to go in and be with my kiddos at Ninja. And that was just the best day of my freaking entire week. Um... But it has just been up and down, up and down waves of feeling good, not feeling good. And in those moments where I start to feel even just like the little bit of good, I'm like, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go on a hike. I got to get out of this place. Like, I got to go do something. (laughs) And uh, let me just tell you, long story short, I figured out that I really suck at resting. And I think for a lot of us that probably listen to this show, I have to take a wild guess, we probably all suck at resting because our world is all about the go, go, go. How much can you succeed? How much can you put out there? More is like the sexy thing. And I fall fate to that all the time, even though I try not to and I'm aware that it's out there. So guys, having this realization once again hit me in the face of like, wow, I really suck at resting physically, mentally, emotionally. If I don't learn how to, it's going to quite literally be the death of me if I don't figure it out. And so I was thinking about a way to just kind of explain what I went through last week and the things that I learned and where I wanted to start was just by reading you off this heartfelt post that just quite literally like rolled off my fingertips. And here it is. I made this on Monday. So if you follow me on social, uh, you've already read this. But if you don't, 
come follow me on social because I post stuff like this all the time where I'm just very raw, real, and genuine. And I just try to relate the people that are doing this journey with me. So I wrote, slow down, you're doing fine. You can't be everything you want to be before your time. I heard this song this morning, and I'm not sure who needed to hear this message today, but I'm going to share it anyways. This past week has been nothing short of a hard one, and this morning I asked myself, how am I really? The truth is, I feel a little lost, empty, frustrated, and guilty. I traded in my normal routine that brings me so much joy for a week in bed with little interaction with others and feeling like an absolute, or feeling like absolute death. I miss Ninja. I miss my students. I miss being able to feel strong. I miss bonding and sweating it out with my girls in the morning. I miss feeling productive and like I'm actually serving people and creating impact. I've focused a lot on what hasn't happened and I've stressed out about the lost time. I had to dig deep not to have an emotional breakdown as if I was losing all momentum that was happening. I had to force myself to rest, which is the hardest thing for me to do, but led to the biggest aha moment yet. My worth is not tied to my output and neither is yours. For those that know my story, know my heart and hustle to do big things and show others that it's possible for them too. But as important as it is to do that, it's even more important for me to rest, to chill the F out and remember I don't have to walk that path 24-7. That lying in bed for a week won't make me a failure and people need to see that side of me just as much to inspire that rest in their lives too. I am hobbling into this week with little voice left, (laughs) clearly, and a really sexy cough and an acceptance that I can slow down and know where the gas pedal is. I hope this post allow for you to take that moment to grant yourself the same. So I just wanted to read that off um, for those of you that didn't get a chance to see it or for those of you that needed to hear that message again, that uh, that big aha lesson of your worth is not equal to your output. Oh my gosh, that really was a big eye-opening, total body like goosebumps moment for me because that's when I recognize holy cow, that's the reason why I'm not giving myself permission to rest is because I feel like ever since I've quit my job or ever since I've made these big decisions in my life or even just how I've been raised of like, you go, you fight, you work for what you want, that I can't stop doing that, that I haven't earned my rest yet, that I have to hustle and hustle and hustle and maybe one day I'll get there and then I can rest. But right now I got to go after my dreams and I got to make it big. Otherwise I'm wasting time. Like that has literally been my mentality. And if I continue to function off of that, I'm going to find more moments like this. Because here's the thing. Could I have gotten sick because other people around me have been sick? Absolutely. But if I had to like go off my gut intuition, I got sick for a couple of reasons. One, because I haven't been sleeping as much as I should be. I haven't been taking the actual rest time that I need to be taking. Like, I've been working myself so hard because there's been so much momentum in positive directions that I've just been going with that. That's reason one, where I feel like I just opened myself up to decrease my immunity to catch maybe those sicknesses. But more importantly, I think it's, again, life trying to show me these lessons that, Kayla, you got to learn to slow down and give yourself that time to live the life you freaking created because it's a beautiful one and you're letting it pass away some days. So I really wanted to start off the episode that way and just again making sure that you understand that your worth is not tied to your output. In fact, your worth is a perspective of yourself and how you see yourself and how you love yourself. And that comes from 
building so many different skills over time. It's not an overnight thing. And so I don't want to make this episode about self-love or self-worth. However, I do want to talk about learning how to rest because I believe that these skills that I'm about to talk about will ultimately help you with that self-love and with that self-worth journey because rest is such a big part of that. And so the very first thing that I want to talk about as far as skills go is recognizing that rest is not earned, you guys. It is our freaking birthright. I have been reading the book, How Are You Really? by Jenna Kutcher, and she said that, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Dude, did you just jump out of the book and like into my life and like tell me exactly what it is that I needed to hear? Like, guys, we don't need to earn our rest. There is not something that's tracking our progress to be like, okay, when you get here, then you can rest. The only person that can decide that can rest is ourselves, that we actually deserve it. And guess what? It's our freaking birthright, right? One thing that I notice is I catch myself saying, when I have this or when this happens, then I can take a break. Then I can rest. Then I can do the things, which again, you know, I think there has to be that healthy balance and that awareness of like, am I cutting myself short? Am I taking the back seat? Did I lose my urgency around something? Which for me begs the bigger question, are you doing things that are actually important to you, which is a whole different sort of conversation. Um, But I think the biggest thing of importance here is when I catch myself saying those things, it's like, wait, if I wait until those things happen, which guys, I don't know, they might inevitably never happen. Some of those things might be based off of externals that I can't control. I'm going to be waiting to rest for a really long time and I'm going to find myself in these dips more consistently and that's not a way to live life. And so if you find yourself saying that often, how can we flip the script on that a little bit and recognizing, okay, I got to change this mindset of it's not when I complete all the tasks that I can take this rest, every single day is going to look differently. I, I have earned because I am alive. I am breathing. It is my birthright that I deserve rest. And so with that being said, one step that I'm starting to take is I got to schedule this in. Like I'm a really big planner. I got a calendar. Guys, I got all the things <laughs> and I live by that thing. And if I don't, oh my gosh, my life is a crap show. But I've really been intentional this week about like, okay, this is my rest time. You know, and some days that might be a couple of hours and it's great. And some days it might only be an hour, which is still great, right? But being really intentional about creating that habit in my life and then setting boundaries around my time. Uh, And I think one way that I've been able to do that, which is kind of going into the next step a little bit, is walking into the day and recognizing what is the most important thing for me in that day, in that moment. And that kind of goes back to right what I was talking about last week in the episode of coming back home to you is every single day being able to get up and be like, okay, who it is that I want to be and from who it is that I want to show up as today, what are the most important things that I need to do because I just, you know, read my why and I read my vision and based off of that in the season of life that I'm in today, like this is what it is that I need to focus on trying to do that every single morning and then coming out with like those one, two, maybe three at most things that are going to get me closer to that. Um, That has allowed for me to put some boundaries on my time of being like, okay, these are the things that are most important. Is it going to go to 100% completion in the way that I thought? No, but as long as I'm focusing there and I'm spending a good amount of time there, then I know that I can move on from my day and pick back up where I was tomorrow and that I need to spend my time doing my growth work and spending time on just being Kayla, if that makes any sort of sense. Um, so that is the very first thing, again, is recognizing that rest is not earned. It is our freaking birthright. 
the second thing that I learned um, or a skill that I feel like you should build is recognizing or I guess understanding what your current measure of success is and aligning it with your why and making sure that it's actually realistic. I think that this skill is something that I've sprinkled in through all of my talks because it is something that is continually popping up in my life of if you don't have the right measure of success, if it's based off of someone else's definition of success, if it's unrealistic, if it doesn't actually align to what it is that you're going after, it's going to eat you alive. And day after day, you're going to be working so hard to not see any progress. And I truly believe that progress does bring us a lot of happiness in life. One of our basic fundamental human needs is freaking growth. It makes us feel alive. And so when we don't see that progress, it drives us nuts and it drives us to do more and more and more. And guys, the answer is we don't need more. We actually need less. We need less of that. We need to focus on the few things that are the most important and have very realistic measures of success that are our own definitions of success, not anyone else's outside of that. And so how often do you check in on that? Do you check in to say, okay, this is how I'm measuring my success for today, for this week, for this month, and is it aligned to the bigger goal? Um, Again, is this measure of success based off of your measure of success or is it someone else's measure of success? How often do you track your progress? Like, do you actually track it from day to day? Do you actually celebrate your progress from day to day, week to week, month to month? Like, I think one thing that um, I'm starting to work on just as a coach for other people and just even for myself is like, you know, not because I showed up today, here's the participation ribbon, you know, go celebrate yourself. But being able to say, wow, like I did this thing, like how are you going to celebrate yourself? Like how are you going to actually schedule in time to go and celebrate yourself every single day, every single week for the work that you are doing and who you are showing up as? Um, So just maybe an idea if you suck at celebrating yourself and just celebrating your wins maybe scheduling that time into your calendar and it doesn't have to be anything crazy or expensive, just taking that time to be intentional about it, right? Um, And what I'd also say too is does your actual measure of success, does it include, like does the actual definition of it include time to find joy and just be? And that's maybe a little bit more of an abstract thought, excuse me, but I hope that that makes sense. So that is the second skill to build. The first one is recognizing that rest is not earned. It is our birthright. The second one is measure of success is aligned to your why and is realistic. The third and final skill to learning how to rest and rest better in your life is decision fatigue. (laughs) I'm just going to label it as that decision fatigue and being able to eliminate the decision fatigue, if not get a better handle on it. Um, I think we all can say that we make way too many decisions from day to day. Like I have noticed myself sitting there in like the brain downward spiral of like, yep, it's happening. I'm totally in decision fatigue right now and I'm just watching it happen. Like I have like 16 different brains and voices going on in my head. Raise your hand if you felt that way too. I'm sure many of us have. (laughs) And so there's clearly this need in our world and in most of our lives to simplify it. Because when we simplify the decisions and how many decisions that we're making and streamlining everything, it allows for us to have energy back to focus on what's most important and to free ourselves up to actually take that rest without guilt, without feeling again like we have to earn it. It's just there and it's a part of our time and it's a part of our boundaries. Um, And so 
I think for me, when it comes to decision fatigue and the moments where I find myself going into that downward brain spiral of just madness, I stop and I take a breath and I'll either pull out my notebook or I'll pull out my phone, just whatever it is that I can write with and I will stop and do the brain dumps. And guys, this might happen multiple times a day and that's okay. I'm giving you permission that it is okay, right? Because our brains, they're wild creatures, okay? It's a freaking jungle up there. We have to take, you know, a certain amount of time to actually start to control it and manage it. Um, But being able to brain dump and again, focus on, okay, is that true? Is that not true? Uh, For the things that are not true, being able to wipe that. For the things that are true, telling ourselves more empowering stories to get us to actually be inspired by the action that we're taking rather than talking ourselves out of certain things. Just write a majority of different things that are going on in our heads from the stories we tell ourselves to the decisions that we have to make, all the things. And I think you guys being able to look at, okay, what are the most simplistic tasks in my life? I know I have to wake up, right, and probably go and work out is usually what I do next. I know I read. Um, I know that, uh, let's see, I make lunch and breakfast and dinner every day. Like, what are those core components of just being a human being that you do every single day? And being able to say, okay, how can I delegate that? How can I streamline that? How can I be proactive in planning that? Just like little things, you guys, of like setting out your clothes the night before, putting your book out that you know you're going to read the next day or picking out your podcast that you're going to listen to the next day. Will everything line up in perfectness? No. God, no, that's not life. But that takes away at least one less decision. And if you can get really good at stacking that, oh my gosh, you're going to just notice yourself starting to kind of get into your groove. And that what used to take freaking hours is taking like 15 minutes. You're like, heck yes, let's freaking go. Um, So again, just to reiterate, three skills of learning how to rest, recognizing that rest is not earned, it is our birthright. Measure of success is aligned to your why and it is realistic. So go redefine that if you don't have one or if it's not aligning. Decision fatigue, being able to eliminate it or being able to manage it better. And what I want to do just to leave you for this podcast today um, is I want to read you some pages from a book. Um, it's funny. I talked about this book two episodes ago about being single on perfect or perfect goodness, being single on purpose. And guys, I don't think that you need to be single to be reading this book. I think anyone should pick up this book because it's allowing for me again to come back home to myself and to really think about things from a different perspective. It's been such a great read and I've literally blown through it at nights. And I actually just got back from taking myself on a daily date because that's one thing that I'm really trying to integrate into my day to day. And he talked about the section on joy. And of course, I'm like sitting here on the edge of my seat. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is my section. This is what what I freaking live for is joy. And I just want to read you off these pages because I notice when I'm in my moments of joy, I'm super present and I'm just here for it and I'm happy and I'm calm and I just, I feel free. I don't feel worried. Like I feel like I could actually grant myself that permission to just rest and to just be. And so maybe that's the same feeling for you. And maybe there's a couple things that you might get from this that could really help you again with granting yourself that permission to rest. So joy. The misconception about joy is that it just happens, that it falls into your lap that you close your eyes and take it in, that it's everywhere. 
Well, joy, in fact, is everywhere, but you have to look for it. There are skills that are involved. You have to find joy in what you have today. No matter where you're at in your life or what you're going through, you can't put it off until you find your perfect love or get that amazing job or win the lottery. Most people believe that, and that's why they don't find joy. Finding joy is finding gold in quickstand, finding good in the bad. You have to train your brain to stop putting up impossible barriers to finding joy and discover it in what you have today. This is where mindfulness and gratitude comes into play. To become more aware and more grateful, start by training your brain to find joy in the little things, like the first stirrings of an idea, the first sip of a morning coffee, a breeze, a meaningful conversation, the feeling after a hard workout, amen. (laughs) None of the small joys are contingent on something big happening first. You can find them every single day by practicing the art of producing joy. I call it seeking nectar, and a tattoo of a hummingbird on my left bicep reminds me to do that every day. Here is the nectar that I seek to produce. I thread this practice into my daily life knowing I am training my brain and priming my state to experience joy in my life. So these are some of the examples that he gave that are literally just freaking spot on. The joy of a quiet morning moment sipping fresh hot coffee. Not thinking about anything but just being present and taking in the moment, using all my senses, waking up slowly. The joy of being creative, writing, producing videos and podcasts, texting, whatever, expressing myself in a way that's honest and makes me feel alive. That's what I'm doing right now. I feel so alive right now, even though my voice sounds like hell. The joy of social interactions, making sure I can connect with friends, being authentic. Sorry. Making sure I can connect with friends, being my authentic self while doing so, expressing love and feeling loved. The joy of my daily sweat moving and connecting to my body, feeling the dopamine from pushing myself mentally as well as physically. The joy of a motorcycle ride, the adrenaline set pumping by an engine on two wheels, the feeling of wind on my face, the music of the 80s, (laughs) the joy of meals, amen to that one, especially tacos, enjoying food with intention, trying different foods and restaurants, the joy of human exchange and sessions with clients, hearing and relating to stories, connecting with and guiding another human, allowing myself to be moved, experiencing some kind of change after each session, the joy of learning about self-betterment and the human condition through audiobooks and videos, the joy of new daily relevations, big or small, through reflection, what comes when I notice and when I witness my thoughts and feelings instead of being hooked and drowning in them. These daily practices produce joy for me, and I have them. They are mine. They are not contingent on something else happening. I have them now and they bring me joy. I just have to seek them every day. How are you producing joy in your life today? Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. I hope that there was something in this podcast that truly resonated with you. And thank you so much for listening to my screechy voice. I really hope that these last 20, 23 minutes were working for you. Until next time, you guys, hopefully you hear me next week on a better note, (laughs) and I will see you guys next week for another episode of Taco About It Tuesday. See you then.